Hey, Peter. Hey. It's a little cramped in here today. It is very cramped. It's very cramped and stuffy. A little, a little bit. A little stuffy, stuffy with talent. Low-end talent. I mean, yeah, but they're Upright only playing, citizen talent. playing like one or maybe two notes tops at a time. You, you know they can hear what you're saying, even though you're talking quietly. All right, okay. let's, let's okay. do the show. Yep. <laughs> I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Jazz. Explain. Explain this uh, this intro song we've got going on today, Man, Peter. I, well, I can't explain it. It's, it's about 100x classier than our regular one. I just realized that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> It's like that... subtle and like, I was like ours is all ridiculously rambunctious. I was like, is that late 90s Bjork? What's going <laughs> on know. here? It's like, so classy. It's I, mean, I think we're going to really... get copyright pinged for lifting it. But that's the Upright Citizens <laughs> that is, podcast. Yeah, that is the theme uh, song uh, theme to song. Uh, our Open Studio sister podcast, Upright Citizens. We're joined today by the illustrious host. Uh, bassist Bob Deboo and Ruben Rogers. What's up, guys? What's up, y'all? I gotta gotta give give, uh, the credit where credit's due. Mr. Bob Deboo came up with the majority of that situation. Oh, at least he he, he laid the groundwork. Talking about the theme song. Yes. The theme song, the bass work. Yeah. The bass work. We had a lot lot that we did beforehand, getting to that. Getting to Yeah, we were passing back stuff for a while. It was great. And then we landed like, no, your stuff is better. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Ultimately, that's that's Bob playing the bottom line, and I just came in. In my experience, this is a very characteristic Bob DeBoo activity to lay the groundwork for what's going on, which is going to roll into right what we're talking about today. That's how we do it here. We're just... just, I'm going to fix that for you. Wait, wrong one. Wrong one. something you might be interested in. Yes, very much so. Very something. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going to talk about the special relationship. Wasn't it like the U.S. and the U.K. had the special relationship? Special relationship between pianists and bassists. And Peter, you were saying right before we started here, like, of course, the bass and drums have famously like right. a special connection. But I was about to say, man, uh, I do think, I do think that like there's a reason why the bassist, at least in the context of the kind of music we play, there's a reason why the bassist is usually between the drummer and the piano. Uh, sonically, of course, mm-hmm. but I think it's also like the bassist is kind of that relay between the two. Another, yes. Another way to say that is that the bass is in the center of the band. Yeah. It wow. is. It's right in yeah. the center. I was going to say, I mean, it, yep. I'm thinking about it just from how it affects me. And I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's such an important thing because physically in the center, like we mm-hmm. talk about in the recording studio or live situations, like yeah. I've teased Ruben for years. We've been on so many gigs mm-hmm. and they'll have these wonderful photographers there. And then, you know, now it's like you can go online and see it after. It's like, oh, let's see the shot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'll be with, you know, Diane Reeves or Joshua Redman, whoever the kind of is in the either horn players in the front mm-hmm. and Ruben. It's always like, that's <laughs> yeah. it. And then he's, like the he's in everybody the, shot. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Everybody and shot. And Ruben's always got this great look. And yeah, it's yeah. just like, you know, and it's like, how do you all, he's you like, know? you know, I'm at the yeah. right place. I'm at the right place. <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> talked about that with Ron Carter too, about how he's always in the shot. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. You know, exactly. important folks, important folks. The most important <laughs> people are in the shot. Hello? It's consistent. Super dogmatic. I like it. I like it. Goodness. But I think too, I always think about that and I'm, I'm always listening on recordings, especially if it's kind of like classic jazz, like rhythm section, you know, piano, bass, and drums, mm-hmm. acoustic bass, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the rhythm section, 
Um, like where is the bass in the mix? Because I love it when it's right in the middle. I know that yeah. there's some cool ways to mix where it's mm-hmm. off, but I think that that does follow along with sort of the physicality of having the bass in the middle mm-hmm. and the sort of philosophical thing of the bass centering the sound. And to me, it's like bass, great bass players like you guys, mm-hmm. um, you center, you can center whole tours, like a, a, a song, mm-hmm. a, a set, a gig and even the vibe of like a tour. It's like something about the personality of a great bass player that really focuses and centers it. As as Bob has heard me, that's what we talked about before. Talk about so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> whether you realize it or not, when you get into the bass or the sorry the uh, the business of bass. Mm. Hello, Here, let me write that. Down. New podcast. <laughs> New podcast. Um, <laughs> Trademark. You become, Ruben Ryan, uh, Renwick Enterprises. You don't realize you're not you're not actually. Uh, your job is not just to musically kind of change, hold things together, but mm-hmm. you become like a some somewhat of a social manager also. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, that's kind of your 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 job. Usually, most of the bassists I know know how to kind of like bring people together in a certain kind of way, or at least delegate, you know, things. And whether it be at sound checks, whether it be at the airport or whatever, I mean, you're something to it. And uh, and I, I, even just getting to know Bob from from you know two thousand miles away. Mm-hmm. I could tell he has that quality in him already, not just from playing the bass, but that like he can you know organize and be you know, you know I mean being that he organizes all of our <clears throat> podcasts. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> happy to, happy to. But you know, I mean that makes sense though, given your role in yes. the band, right? Yeah. You're involved mm-hmm. literally most of the time in every single beat, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're involved mm-hmm. with the the foundation of every single chord. Right. Mm-hmm. It's your relationship to the melody. That dictates what we often do, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and so that's such a that's such a role where you need someone mm-hmm. who's like centered yeah. and and steady and, and selfless and selfless. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah. the yeah. most. Did selfish. you say selfish or selfless? Selfless. Okay, because so <laughs> I, I couldn't hear which one you said. I know both kind of bass players. Ooh, let's be honest. Oh, hello. hello, but it's not fun unless you're you're playing with someone. I mean, really, this involves almost anybody that you play with, especially yeah. in the rhythm section. I think, but I think especially yeah. in the role. It just of doesn't the work. Bass. You got like to have someone holding it down. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But I know I know even one bassist who end up stop playing the bass because he realized he wasn't. Selfless enough. He, he you didn't have he, that. He no became way. a drummer. Really? Yeah. Uh, so more of a selfish says, instrument. Exactly. Yeah. Big shout out to all our friends, the drummers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it is so important to know, like, because even within the range, it's not like, oh, it's just one type of personality that can succeed as a bassist or a pianist. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's these certain sort of characteristic personality traits mm-hmm. that, that, you know, you're really able to infuse the music with that. But if you don't already have that as a person, it's going to be very, I mean, you can try, but it's like yeah. swimming upstream, you know, it's, you it's, it's going to be a lot harder. You better believe it. You better yeah. believe it. Definitely. <laughs> but now, okay. So we've talked a lot about uh, on this podcast and otherwise Adam and I about kind of like what we listen for in the bass, what we listen to get from a bass player, like what we feel like we should be given. But I'd love to hear from you guys. Maybe we could start with you, Bob. Sure. Um, just in terms of like, what are you guys listening to? Cause I know that you are playing, like we think we're controlling everything as pianists. Oh, mm-hmm. a pianist control freaks. Talk about a personality. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm a, we're aware. Hello. We're aware. <laughs> are you aware. Yeah, we know. <laughs> I saw I put that one out there. No, but Forgiven. I mean like we think that we're involved in everything, but really we're not because mm-hmm. we stop playing sometimes. In fact, sometimes mm-hmm. the magic can happen when it's like the saxophone and bass or just the vocals and the bass. Mm-hmm. And that's really the only instrument. So truly you guys are kind of the ones that are there. Um, so you have to listen to everybody. I know there's a lot going on, but what are you kind of listening to specifically from piano in the moment to kind of negotiate and inform 
what you need to be doing. Hmm. In the moment, it's uh, it's always situational. It depends on who you're playing with for sure and what the song is. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, beat by beat, it can pivot any direction. But, you know, it was a revelation for me the, the, the day that I realized that a piano player, and I won't mention who told me this, but it was, yeah. a, it was a big revelation to me, uh, was mentioning to me that... Oh, sorry, it's time to pick up the kids. See, this is very typical. Basic. They're going to get a lot <laughs> of... Gotta go. They're going to get They're going to get gigs. Get gigs. Yeah. They got constant, I had a gig. Like, sorry. I, I was saying... Sex for a gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a revelation to me when this piano player... I, I, I really looked up to this individual and uh, really still admire uh, their playing. Thank you so and, much, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> It's not about it us. means a lot coming from you. You got my Venmo right. Um, <laughs> uh, but when when I was when it was real to me revealed to me that pianists are listening to us just as much as we're trying to listen to them, but really a lot of where the harmony is going is coming from the bottom up, mm-hmm. and that our bass lines mm-hmm. from note to note really can affect where the harmony is leading mm-hmm. and how that's you know related to to what's happening in the melody. But it took me a while to realize the power that we wield as bass players. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From one note to the very next really means so much more right. than I realized, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. you know, earlier on as a bass player. Right. You always think about time, our relationship with the drums, as you mentioned, you know, yep. like where we're connected with all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, for what I'm hearing, what I'm listening for in a pianist is maybe what they're, if they're listening to what I'm doing, mm-hmm. first of all, because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. no fun. If you we're sometimes, not. Are you sometimes thinking to yourself as pianists are playing some complex chords like, I mean, just play the <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or why, why, why that substitution? Or where did that come from? If we're not vibing on the same right, thing, right. but uh, yeah, I, I'm listening a lot. I'm listening just as much actually to uh, rhythm from mm. a piano player oh, as, as, as harmony too, because that really affects so much of what we do as far as anything. Ruben, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this too, obviously, but anything extra rhythmic inside of, mm. oh, say, a walking line, you know, like well, uh, what yeah. the piano player is doing. I think ultimately the, it's the way I sum it up. I was thinking the way you, while you were speaking, like, well, what do I say? The sensitive, being a very sensitive, or the sensitivity or what, what's that barometer for a pianist, you know, mm-hmm. being able to, uh, not just in rhythm, but also in the way they comp, I mean, mainly the way they comp, maybe mm-hmm. you know the way they, you know, the sensitivity and having a, a, a wide range of being able to, to go from little to, to big or or whatever, and also just, not just the, and also the quality of the of the chords that they play, you know, mm-hmm. being able, able to have like a timbre of sounds, like mm-hmm. like because you have an orchestra at your hands, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you are able to. Just you know, a lot. Since we mostly play single notes, we we can only affect the music only a certain way with this one note. Usually, mm-hmm. we can play two notes a lot of times, but one note usually. But you have you can you have ten fingers. You can do whatever you want mm-hmm. and really have like you know create moods almost. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, no, not almost. You create moods Absolutely. with just. That's what the gig is for us. You know, really. like that's putting your, your fingers on the keys. Mm. But you mentioned something just a while ago. Actually, the art of not playing anything at, at all at all, I think, is the biggest is mm. your biggest asset. Being that you affect the music so much when mm. you're playing, I think a lot of pianists don't realize how much they can actually affect the music by not playing anything at all, and how it can like raise the level of everything once you do start playing mm-hmm. like Absolutely. even just yeah. a small amount of uh of, of silence 
is a big thing. And I will tell you, I say 96% of the piano players I play don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, or that I've listened to don't do it because I think it's that, you know, of course, you want to play, you know, but to have to have that, that kind of selfless, you know, outlook that, that you know what, maybe the music doesn't need anything doesn't mm. need me right now mm. how can i fix the music once i stop playing again i mean so often it really doesn't need much more than what's right. going on in the bass and drums and, right. and you're absolutely mm-hmm. right and it's just it. because we feel like we mm-hmm. hear something that's good and interesting and maybe it is it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that that is better than playing nothing that's right because of the overall thing and i think that's why i love these discussions between instruments and we were talking about it earlier on uc um, like it's almost more important to learn like what is it what is the perspective of a bassist mm-hmm. like we want to think about like what what is it from our standpoint we already know what it is from our standpoint mm-hmm. it doesn't mean we don't have stuff to learn about playing the piano but it's like to be able to hear this and this is a revelation for me and I sh- I do know this stuff but it's so mm-hmm. important to hear it again because it mm-hmm. refocuses like just the idea mm-hmm. that you guys the bass can as you say by leading your notes. Mm-hmm you know, uh, send us to other harmonic areas. But you actually can't do that on your own. You can suggest something here. True, but right. then we've got to, like, actually... So I'm sure there's times when you guys are like... And, and when we don't play it, and I know Ron Carter, Maestro Carter, mentions this in his course with us, it's kind of like the same thing like what you're saying, like where you're listening to see are they going to be listening. I don't think we do that that much. We're kind of like, here it is, listen or not. <laughs> and where you guys, because you do have so much control over it, but you can't do it on your own. And really, we can't either, but, but we think yeah. we can because we do solo piano gigs. It's a know? great point, Peter. We consider ourselves to be the only harmonic instrument up there, but they're also spelling out harmony. It's just almost in slow motion. Right. Like, they're spelling yeah, it out yeah. over the course of a measure or two. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas we can do it instead of all vertically. at once. Right, yeah. exactly. And so... That's definitely something that, as a pianist, you can like take a step back yes. and say, like, okay, what are they shaping here? Yeah, you know, for me, I'm, I'm my first thing when I listen. You know, when we play together, uh, Bob, which we do so much, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for. But I'm I, the first thing I, I center in on is the quarter note or the the half note. Like, what, where are you laying it down? You know, and then like the harmonic aspect of what you're you're doing is kind of secondary. But you mm. really got me thinking. Like, oh, I can like definitely, you know, add to that. In my listening game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always a conversation, too, which is the best, you know, mm-hmm. as long as totally. we're having that conversation. Mm-hmm. But yep. I got to say, I'm envious. You talk about laying out and strolling. <laughs> as pianists, I love when bass does that. Like, when it, mm-hmm. when the time seems right to where we can get away with get away with yeah. doing yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. it's going to happen one way. If you lay out, you're going to lay out. <laughs> you're right. like the last people to do it. Right. right. Yeah. And I always, I, you are, I think about that from time to time, and I'm like, no, I shouldn't do that. I'm right. gonna do it. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you What do you think about that? Like laying out, Ruben. I mean, yeah. When it when it when it calls for it. I mean, and I think, you know, there's an intuition that comes with it. I'm mean, usually sure it's not usually, for every song. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Usually when it does happen, or you just wait till you know, come in a little later. Yeah. Not like what happened one time in Japan, man. Not, do you remember that? No. No. Okay. Tell the story. Tell yeah, the story. Yeah, please, come tell, on. Yeah, tell the this story. This is a now. podcast yeah, of yeah, stories. I think you tell heard the tall it. tale. This I sounds think like you've a tall heard tale. It in Japan, you don't remember that. Well, you'll hear it. Oh, crowd you might have said this heard. on the Upright Citizen. I might have said I, that. I, I tune into the ones where you talk about me. I, <laughs> oh, you're not talking about for those uh, of you. <laughs> for those of you just joining us, Bob and Ruben host their own podcast, Upright Citizen. Yes, Go check that out. There'll be a link below for that. Subscribe right now. It's our Open Studio sister podcast. Ruben, continue, please. Yes. Well, there was one time we were in Japan with Diane the Great, Diane Reese, and Gregory Hutchinson was playing drums at the time. Uh, it was like 27 years ago. Anyway, it was quite <laughs> bad. And, um, Late 1980s. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we, it was, let's say we were jet lagged. I was definitely jet lagged. Yeah. And uh, it was a tune that we were playing. 
And uh, he told me I didn't have I to do well, that no, But then we got a message saying we need to get a little more. Okay. okay. No, you know, not I that a, much. But just, I got it. I got be it. Natural. Be natural. Be natural. Sorry. I can't help. I have a low, sultry voice. Anyway, um... I was sitting on, on my stool because uh, Peter was setting up the tune with the great Diane Reeves. They, and usually Greg and I will come in on the bridge. Right. Um, the bridge happened, and I just happened to be sitting very comfortably on my stool, and I was asleep. <laughs> no. Oh, no way. I was asleep. I don't remember this story. <laughs> totally well, totally unrelated stage. to my piano. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I was asleep, and, and all I heard was, and it was Mr. Hutchinson. He had he didn't come in because he was waiting for me. And he was like, he was like, and I just I realized with my eyes closed that what was happening. And I just stood up, mm. and we both stopped playing together. Mm. <laughs> hey, oh, man. It was the most Magic. relaxed <laughs> entry you've ever had in your life. A little man, and just uh, this is actually is a great story about the awareness of Gregory Hutchinson. I know. And how in like in everything he is. Like right. that guy listens to everything. Right, was, right. <laughs> it's probably hard to miss you sleeping on stage. Right? <laughs> I was tired. I was jet lag. I was jet lag. Maybe on a jet lag. Well, okay. And I mean if anybody had ever wanted the question answered of uh, can Ruben Rogers play in his sleep? Uh, evidently hey. yes he can. He can play He's a whole so good he can play in his sleep. <laughs> Watch him do it. Also you might just reconsider uh, Peter your own uh, setups to tunes. And it was a little more subtle. <laughs> Maybe a little I, I need a little some surprise or some accent yeah. in there. Yeah, Stop. sorry, about yeah, that. Yeah. something a little something. boring. <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> okay, if, if I have any faults, it's that my my intros are too uh, subtle and um, lullaby like. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> lullaby esque. This is a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, so, I was a youngster. <laughs> I, I wonder about kind of something similar to this, which is like so when we're up there and we are, you know, we're we're doing this game of listening to each other and listening to the drums and the soloists and whomever's out front, but like, you know. The communication thing, I think, especially between, uh, for me, for bass and piano, like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but, like, I rely on the bass so much mm. to, like, guide where I'm going to go with things. You know, mm. like, where you're, you are in, in the range of your mm. bass line, mm-hmm. like, dictates kind of, you know, what, not the range of the keyboard, but what kind of chords, like, the what kind of vibe density. I want to set, the mm-hmm. density of chords, mm-hmm. certainly the rhythmic feel. Uh, you know, if you're if you're in the middle, if you're pushing, if you're behind, that's gonna like tell me a little bit of a story of what I can do and where I can leave space for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, I don't. I'm trying to think of playing because mm-hmm. it all happens without us really yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. consciously Obviously. doing it. But yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to think of like these moments. Like, there are all these. For me, like the the my favorite musicians to play with, especially bass players, like there's always eye contact. There's always our heads are in the game in the yeah. same way. I'm mm-hmm. wondering if you find that as well with pianists. It's like oh, it's not even sure. something that you talk about beforehand because no. mm-hmm. I think some people might get the impression it's like oh they're working out, you know, substitutions or the feel or the you know I'm gonna go with thick chords here. None of that is true. It's all kind of happening with eyebrow raises mm-hmm. and nods and just really the vibe. It's not even even that sometimes. It's even more subtle. I'm sorry, this, Bobby. You have something you want? No, to please that? go ahead. Because something came to my mind uh, just not that long ago, and it has stuck in my mind about this player who's now Mr. You know, he's Mr. Showbiz. He's big time now. Uh, the maybe two times I was able to play with uh, John Baptiste, mm. right? Um, Grammy Award winning. Well, no, uh, six Grammy yeah, Award winning. Yeah, whoever. Yeah. Yeah. I forget that dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, no, but no, he's a sweetheart. But he's a he's a he's really 
yeah, sweet and nurturing, like like a big teddy bear, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing energy, right? Yeah. It's exactly who should be leading that way. Exactly. Yeah, totally. And what I what I remember mainly is <laughs> when we played that he was fixated on me. It felt that way at least. Like every time I looked up, he was just like this. Mm. His eyes were there. Mm. He was fully there and engaged. It, oh, it, like 127% engaged. Yeah, you know wow. what I mean? It it was it was almost like I, 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 I'm a little uncomfortable. He's a little creeped out. You know? <laughs> hey, yeah. creepy piano but, player. But off. he was like that for the whole gig. Wow. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know exactly if, uh, yeah. I know that's the way it felt, even if he wasn't all the time. But that communication yeah. makes all you the know? difference. It's yeah. not even about how yeah. you're playing. You know? Right. Right. It was. It was. It was. It was interesting. But I, I, that always, rem- I'm always reminded of that moment, just because he was so engaged. He was like, you know. And anyway. I remember Bob and I, we were at the at college at the same time. We were mm-hmm. actually, we had like a trio at the new school. Wait, did you guys go to the new school? I always forget. You didn't want to read the hoodie today. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I remember once <laughs> talking to, and this was like 2001. Yeah. And I remember asking Doug Weiss, bassist, mm. uh, great bassist, Doug Weiss, like, like, who's your favorite piano player to play with and why? And this was like in a class. I don't even think I asked it. Someone asked, else, else asked it. And he was like, and he's like, my favorite piano to play, play with is Brad Meldow. And, like, this is right when, like, all of us new school kids are like, yeah. oh, Brad Meldow, tell us more. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, love that guy. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And, uh, of course, we love Brad. But he was, uh, we were expecting him, yeah, like, you know, the time, and you can play in seven easily or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I remember Doug saying, and this stuck with me, he said he's by far the most engaged pianist I play with, the most uh, mm. uh, aware always with you always looking always listening to everything that i'm doing as a bassist and that mm. makes everything more comfortable yeah mm-hmm. and that was his answer to why he liked playing with brad melda which is not what we were expecting we were expecting mm-hmm. like lots of flashy things that brad can do yeah but it was the communication and i thought that was really interesting and you know doug's been around the block yes yeah right. indeed so, but it's, it's so funny to to add to to that uh this is about a compadre man who i've been playing with for probably the musician I play with the most pianist is Aaron Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. And we are bestest of friends, but I, I always remember there has been some times where Aaron is so keen into what's going on. Like there was a, a mo- at some time when we were younger that he would be, and his ears are big already that sometimes I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to go for some stuff. And, and as soon as I would do something a little out of the norm, He's like, look up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? He's on you. What? Yeah. What's going <laughs> yeah, At least that's his, his look would just change right away. Like, mm. And I'd be like, oh, oh I, I sh- maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Oh, gosh. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop listening to me. You got in your head about it. And then, yeah. you know, I go back and do it. And, and then I just organically was like, I'm going to try. And then he'll, he'll look right back up. I'll be like, huh, what's going on? I'll be like, why just do this? Yeah. Like, on every note I'm doing. So for right. those of you that can't see this, let me just describe for those of you on the audio podcast. It's a pretty good image. We should probably <laughs> take a picture. Ruben is very squirrel-esque as he said, what? Like his head's going up very quickly like a squirrel that's at attention. Yeah, exactly. As if as if a nut just fell off a tree. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I heard the click. But man, no, this is like for all of the students here or people who want to get better at the music, like you often think like, okay, I just need to get more voicings or like get more pentatonic That's his generic loser <laughs> That's his generic voice. That's my Peter Martin. Uh, Whoa! Oh, out. <laughs> you say his stuff is generic. What'd you say? Oh, oh. elaborate. Elaborate. Uh, no, but uh, but 
So the idea is like you would just if I just knew more, if I just had more information. But yeah, I, I don't. I think what's what's to learn from this is that it's not just the information that the greatest musicians in the world, your Ruben Rogers, <laughs> your Aaron Goldbergs, your Brad Meldows, like mm-hmm. they consider it, you know, equally as important as if if not more important that this awareness, this listening, this being engaged is the thing that makes you play better. Yeah. I mean, realistically, yeah. practically, mm-hmm. right? Like, no well, it, I think it it brings up a great uh, point that I think I'm, I think I might have hit on something. <laughs> Get ready, fellas! Wait, <laughs> it was a fleeting thought. There it goes. <laughs> no, but this idea we're talking about bass and drums and 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 relationship. In some ways, I think if we're able to sort of really be observational in a way that can be helpful, hopefully for folks, we kind of know at this point, or should know as pianists. Like what really works and what's important for a bassist in a way better than you guys hmm. and you guys kind of the way you're describing pianists hmm. sort of better than us. Like we think what we know, but it's very hard to be objective about our own role. Yeah. And so hmm. like your story, you're about, in the weeds in it. Yeah. yeah. About, about pianists. It's like that's great stuff for us pianists to think about totally. and to kind of realign and make sure and clarify. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, one thing I, I've noticed about you, Ruben, over the years that's that's been so beneficial to play with you and it, and and, and um, I'd love to hear if you even think about it like this is but you have a great ability to be on the bandstand and in the, this is why I think it's so important that the bass be in the center when it's a great bass player to kind of let everybody know when it's time when things maybe are getting a little bit sloppy not that we ever get sloppy mm. but but I mean mm. just like you have a really subtle way and you've done it with me you've done it with Greg and it, just different people we play with with Diane with it's it doesn't matter the level of player but it's and it's not you never it's never about one person it's about all of us but you have a it's like a way of playing and a kind of body language where it's like let's step this up like mm. let's let's have fun but like Something might, and maybe sometimes you use something with the drums that you want to do, but that kind of it's almost like a conscience of the band. Mm. And I think because you guys are playing all the time, that's such an important thing because you're sort of the last line of defense. Right. And I'm sure some drummers would, and there's times when it could be anybody, you know, but I think in general, you know, proportionally, um, statistically, it, it comes on the basis. And it's something mm. that I hear you guys do, and mm. McBride does that, and mm. all the great bass players I've been around. But it's kind of a thing, like yeah, we want it to always be friendly on the bandstand. But but sometimes, and you'll be like, and sometimes be like, yeah, yeah. Then it's kind of like, well, make sure, what, yeah, okay, yeah, right, you back on track. <laughs> but you do it all. You do that whole thing with 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 a um, just with like a look or even a way of play, you know a way that you play something. I think that's important. We support each other. Yes, but it is something that I admire you guys for for taking an outsized responsibility for now now, wow. now that we're on this uh you know give the give flowers while they're they're living and you're not gonna <laughs> like what i'm saying right now because this is recently also that you can you, you have a you keep a great game face and and you, the things don't stir you up much period i feel like on on the back oh i wasn't complimenting so you had no, to compliment no, me no, back. no 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 it's something because you know i mean i think as musicians we can wear wear stuff on our sleeves or in our on our faces and you know yeah. that kind of like can deter everything you know yeah. case in point when i was stepping all over your your toes in in you know some some months ago i already forgot about that yeah yeah i, I didn't i didn't i didn't forget yeah, yeah, we were playing the tune. We were we Denver, yeah. Colorado, February seventeenth, seven p.m., seven eighteen p.m. No, we were playing. We were playing a song, ballad, you know, in, in a different key. I just didn't oh. remember. I didn't remember. I was like, oh, what, what key? Uh, 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 and then it was Peter's shining moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just stepped all over. I'm like, oh, that. Yeah. you know what? That's and he, what and he so just, and he just. 
played through it like it was done. I was like, oh, well, you know why? Ah. You know yeah, why he was yeah. so cool about that? Because while he knew it didn't sound great at the mo- at the time, he knew he had something to hang over your head later. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great feeling. I love it. <laughs> no, but in general, I think you, you your game face, you have a great game face. Like, oh, I appreciate it because I'm just saying, I know plenty of pianists who just don't know how to keep it together when stuff isn't, you know, goes a little, you well, know, array. From, from having yeah. messed things up myself many times, that's how I've developed that, really. I mean, it's like, because the stuff that we mm-hmm. think is big, and I think that's part of the maturity of just playing individually for a long time, but also together and in different situations mm-hmm. and in a community situation, is that to the audience, almost none of that stuff, it matters. No like, way. it's True. like, when you say, yeah. walked all over, even to me, it didn't, I mean, I, I remember it was a little, but it was so much smaller, because afterwards, you came... At the intermission, we're like, man, I'm so. I was like, what are you talking? I literally was like, I couldn't remember. It was such yeah. a small yeah. thing. We have all these stories and lore about all that kind of stuff. No one cares about. <laughs> Nobody us. cares. Yeah. No Nobody cares. cares. It's like the totally. bickering that yeah. jazz musicians do about. Can culture is better than wing yeah. shooter? No, this was the this, audience doesn't care about any of that. This was particularly bad though. It's okay, see, no, <laughs> that's okay. I, I would never even think about it. It's bad. But, then, yeah. but I'm saying that yeah. it's. Yeah. But I do think that that's also part of the yin and the yang. I think groups need that because your standards are super high. And they really are. And right. so, like, for what I was saying, that comes in handy a lot of times because when we're maybe, you know, not even going below, but, like, we're starting to because that's when you're really good at bringing it. Like, it's just starting to get a little bit too playful or a little bit the time. You'll be like, yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. that's an important element to have. We don't right. need everybody to have it all the time no, because no. that doesn't work. No, no. But, but but having that kind of personality. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Bob, you've done some great things when we play together. And I know I've talked with Adam about this. Like, you have an ability to do a similar thing where you're infusing joy into a situation mm. sometimes mm. like we're supposed to be joyous all the time but i think as pianists sometimes like we can get so thick into the weeds of like abstract mind or what's the voice the whatever and um <laughs> you know we always need like you're very good at like keeping the level high but also tugging our you know coattails a little bit like yo let's let's keep the vibe light and let's keep mm. it serious mm. but like let's keep the vibe happening because that's what's important to the audience no doubt. and Absolutely. so i think all these things work together no doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Well, Ruben, Bob, thank you so much for being here. Go check out their podcast, Upright Citizens. Upright Citizens. Yes, there's link a, below. There's a link below to subscribe. Yeah, yeah I mean, we only have like four compared to their 700 yeah, folks. Eight, but It's over 850 now. Oh, yeah, yes, gosh. Yes. I was just oh, <laughs> coming up with a random number. Oh, God. It's yeah, quality. Guys, it's it's quality lot. and quantity. It's <laughs> yeah. 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 just quality. Yeah, yeah. Ours is mostly quantity. Mostly just, quantity, yeah, especially the early days. Especially one through 700. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the archive. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you so much for having us on, though. Yeah. It's a pleasure. And it's great and, to yeah. have yeah. you guys. And, and uh, I am a fan. Obviously, I've same. texted you both about your podcast. Oh, yeah, we know. No, you texted us when you're like, yeah, there was a. Wait, wait, we're not going to tell that until this will get people to be on because we're also doing a live here. You got to go to the YouTube channel to find out about that story. Ooh. And plus, I have a bonus of okay. Brad okay. story we're going to tell, too. Okay. So. All right. Okay, cool. Well, until next time, you'll hear it. 